Hello once again. We are back for episode number two of Talking Paranormal. My name is Chris Albrecht. That's my friend Matt Monroe, and we're interested in talking paranormal with all of you. And tonight's episode is all about ghosts. We kicked off the show with the first episode being about Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and you know, with a show called Talking Paranormal, you got to talk about ghosts too. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about ghosts, and I'm going to kick it off here and say that I don't have any crazy ghost stories. I've never seen a ghost. I've never seen an apparition. I mean, I have a story that could possibly be paranormal, but I want to start this show with something chilling. And it's one of Matt's stories. He's actually going to share a couple of them. And I've already heard a couple of stories from Matt and they're all crazy. And when you hear stories like this, naturally, you're just, you know, some of them are so unbelievable, not Matt, but I've heard some crazy stories from friends of mine. And, you know, when you're listening to them, if you have a trust in somebody that, you know, you know, you want to believe them. And if you've never seen anything like me, you just have to have, you have to have that skeptical, you know, I, I, I don't know. I want to believe somebody, but at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, all, all sorts of different things like, you know, Hey, were you drinking that night? Or, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of different things you could be thinking. And, you know, I always give my friends the benefit of the doubt, especially if I trust them. And most of the people that have ever told me ghost stories, you know, whether it be friends or family, I trust. So to hear stories of the paranormal and experiences that people have had from people that you trust, you know, that that carries a lot of weight. And when Matt told me his stories, I uh, I mean, I, I put myself in his position and I just, I don't know what I would do. I'd be so scared. <laughs> it's not even funny. Like, I can sit here and talk paranormal. But, like, if if my backdrop started moving and I saw a face, I would lose my mind. So, Matt, let's hear, let's hear a couple of your compelling ghost stories. I know that people are interested. Okay, well, you requested this one, so I'll start with this one. Um, so, there's one night. I don't remember what grade I was in. I know I was still in school. It might have been middle school or junior high. Like somewhere in that area, um, had a office chair in my room that I sat in when I was playing video games and stuff. And uh, I woke up one night after going to bed, and there was uh, I want to say it was a kid because it was little, it was little, and it was just it was just a shadowy figure sitting in the chair, just kicking its legs, just sitting there, just chilling. And so I I looked at it, it didn't really acknowledge me, but I just kind of looked at it in my bed got up walked out in the living room my mom was still up and she was like what's going on with you and I was like weird dream plopped down on the couch went back to sleep <laughs> okay let's unpack this a little bit weird dream you know you were awake yeah 100 percent. yes now I want you to describe the figure that was sitting in that chair as best as you can whether it was just a, a figure was it was there color to it was there, you know what I'm saying? Can you, could you see through it? So I could, I, it was dark. So I'm not going to say I could see through it, Okay. but I saw an outline. I had an impression of shaggy hair. Okay. And like I said, the only thing I could really tell was there's an, a figure and I could see the legs swinging. Chair wasn't moving or anything. Chair, chair wasn't moving or nothing. It was just sitting in the chair. No, no, things. no noise at all. Oh no, no, not this time. That's creepy, dude. <laughs> that is oh, yeah. ultimate creepy. So, you lived in a haunted house. 
I don't want to say the house was haunted, man. You don't um, want to say the house was haunted, but you woke up and there was a kid in your chair. <laughs> Swing, well, flags. I mean, sometimes just the people in the house are haunted more than the house itself. What do you mean by that? Like, uh, there's people that, like, it's actually the haunting is attached to them instead of the house or possession of theirs. It's okay. attached to them themselves. And we've heard cases of haunted objects where uh, a spirit or you know, possibly a demon has attached itself to an object. And um, I believe Matt's correct. I've heard stories of people having attachments too. Like you have paranormal activity around you and you're like, get me the hell out of this house. You move and it follows you (laughs) that how soul breaking and soul crushing would that be? If you're in a house and you're getting all this poltergeist like activity or seeing things and you get the hell out of Dodge and you end up, at another house and you think you're safe and the paranormal activity kicks up again. That scares the bejesus out of me. (laughs) I I mean, there's, you can't put too much into understanding. Like where I'm looking for here is the old, the old ways. Mm -hmm. Like I a hundred percent believe in staging and blessings and stuff like that to help get that off of you. Because nine times out of ten, it is attached to you in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, I do believe in curses. I think that exists. There's just so much to this mysterious world that we live in that we do not understand. You know, in later episodes, we're going to have to talk about, like, black magic and voodoo. Oh, I'm... Crazy stuff like that. I'm excited to unpack black magic (sighs) because some wild stuff's been getting confirmed out of Africa here lately. Really? Care to elaborate? Um, I was watching some videos here recently. Have you seen the videos of the straw figures spinning and dancing in tribal dances? I have. And, like, the guys are, like, running out trying to, like, control it or something? Yes. I've seen a couple crazy videos. Several of the videos I've been watching and trying to break down here lately, there's no one in it. Like, they show them put a, like, a voodoo doll in it and light it on fire. And then the, the figure starts dancing. And spinning. Man, when you mess with these entities on that lower realm, dude, I, man, there's so much to unpack on this show. I'm so excited to get into all of it. But tonight, we're we're going to keep it uh, ghostly. Um, so, Matt, that, that's a crazy story. And, right. And uh, I, I just don't, at putting myself in your position, I would have screamed bloody murder. I would have been out. Like, I wouldn't even... Like, go sleep on the couch. What if it shows up? <laughs> you know, what did your... So, did you ever tell your mom what happened? Uh, about the kid in the chair? Yeah. Eventually. I mean, she had stuff happen to her, too. Like, individually. <laughs> like, I just told you my stories. Who all was living in this house with you? Just my mom and I. Just you and your mom. And you both had stories from inside this house. hmm And does she have... She has paranormal stories from before she lived in the house. Correct. Okay, so again, again, people are more haunted than the house sometimes. Man, that's that's crazy. Give us another one. Give us another one. Okay. Um man, I got two really good ones I'd like to give. So let's let's do that. Okay. So so you know you're saying I wasn't freaked out by the chair. Well, keep in mind this was years after the uh back and forth shadow figure back and forth incident I told I talked about last a couple episodes ago. Yeah. We're on our first episode. So this is after that. So keep in mind, I'm, I'm used to it at this point. So one of the earliest, I'm going to tell one of the earliest ones I'm involved with. 
I was a toddler, maybe one, maybe two. So I don't remember this, but I've been told this story. This is one of my mom's stories. Um, we were living with my aunt and uncle in like an old, old farmhouse out in a smaller town uh, west of us uh, after her and my dad split up. And uh, the two, my two cousins were sleeping upstairs in their room. And my mom and I were downstairs in their playroom. I, I guess you'd call it. That's where we were sleeping. Well, my uncle was off my grandpa and they were chopping, chopping wood and everything. And my mom and my aunt were in the kitchen doing dishes. And a shadow crossed the kitchen, like headlights. Like, you know how like, it would precede headlights as headlights cross when a car was driving through? Yeah. So, so kind of a shadow like that crossed the kitchen. They didn't think too much of it until a few minutes later, uh, the smallest of the cousins who uh, came out of the playroom because there was stairs that led up to their room in the playroom came out of the playroom crying and and so they went in there to see what was going on i was still asleep and they get to the stairs and look up and my older cousin was sitting on the steps that led down but was looking off to the opposite direct like looking off to the side and they couldn't get her to come down like she couldn't hear them so my aunt got up the stairs and grabbed her and drug her down as fast as she could. And when they got her down there and she kind of snapped out of it, they said, how come you wouldn't come down? And she said, he told me not to. My God. (laughs) And then right when she said, he told me not to, they started hearing footsteps. And, and uh, some old timey music played. So, so my mom is, I'm a head and shoulder taller than my mom at six, three, my mom doesn't even clear my shoulder. Um, she braced herself against the downstairs wall with a double barrel aimed at that doorway, just in case anybody around that corner. Um, double barrel shotgun. Yeah. Arkansas. Um, double, <laughs> double barrel 12 gauge. She was, she was Good braced God. and ready. Um, in case anybody came around, rounded that corner. Um, and they called my uncle and grandfather and they came as quick as they could. And the music, the footsteps kept going, but mom never saw anybody cross the, cross the doorway. But the footsteps kept roaming. So uh, fast forward, my uncle and my grandfather get there for about 10, 15 minutes. They weren't very far away. And so they get up there. And the, when they go upstairs with their, with their shotguns, the music stops, footsteps stop. As soon as they get halfway up the steps, everything stops. So they start looking around. And the only, and the only window to get into this upstairs is like, this big. I mean, when I say it's an old house, it's an old farmhouse. They just closed off part of the attic to make it a room for the girls. And so they open up for the rest of the attic. They open up the door that led out and where it's insulated and everything. And they spent 45 minutes checking insulation, everything, making sure there was nobody up there. Chris, I kid you not, as soon as they rounded the corner coming back downstairs, like exited, turned the corner where they were no longer on the stairs, the footsteps started back up. These stories are super compelling to me because there are multiple witnesses. When you have multiple witnesses, there is no denying. And there's corroboration. Like, did you hear that? What did you hear? And then, you know, man. And this is a completely different house than the one you grew up in. Correct. Old farmhouses. Stay out. (laughs) Don't buy them. If you see a crazy deal on an old farmhouse... 
There's probably a reason. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. And I got the other one. I, I think the craziest one that ever truly happened to me would be – I have to say the two figures in my room. Yeah, tell that one. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the, the wildest one that happened to me. Um, so I woke up one night, and this was high school. I woke up one night, and there was two figures in my room. And it was the shorter – there was a shorter one. And then there was a taller one. And they were standing in the doorway. And like most high schoolers, I was sitting with my door closed. Um, so they were standing in the door, like on my side of the door. And I laid there for a little bit because usually stuff like this fades. Once you look at it, it'll fade. And I was just laid down and looked at them for a little bit, made sure I was good and awake. And it didn't fade. And they didn't go away. So then I started yelling, what do you want? Well, my mom heard me yelling. And so she comes across the hallway to try to get into my room. And the door won't budge. She couldn't even turn the handle. And so she finally, and so she's putting her shoulder into the door trying to get in. And I'm yelling. She can hear me still yelling. What do you want? And then I go to finally go to get out of bed. And as soon as I start to come out of bed, they disappear. The door flies open. And then everything that was on my entertainment center in my room flew off as if something had all the car models and stuff on top. So everything, including the TV on my entertainment center, flew off as if something went down into it and then out. Like the cars were in a circle around it and the TV came flying off. That's, that's probably insane. the wildest one that ever happened to me. Yeah. And that's several years between that and the time you saw the child in the chair, what we assume was a child. Correct. Yes. That's crazy. And your mom tried to get in. She couldn't even move the door handle. Correct. <laughs> Man. And it's not like one of them was like holding the door like that you saw, right? Right. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. What if they're like, we're here to talk to you about getting a better deal on car insurance? Yeah, we're here, <laughs> we're here to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> oh, gosh. Played out joke, but funny. <laughs> funny. Um, on this show, we are uh, live on Facebook and YouTube um, for those of you that are listening to this in podcast form. So we do have an active chat and a friend of ours, Aaron, from... Australia down under has been commenting. Let's see what Aaron has to say. Aaron says we lived in a super old house as kids. The floors used to creak and squeak and you would know where someone was at any given time. Creaky old floors. Man, my house in Seattle was like that. It was built in the early 1900s. And when my grandma and my dad would take me to go visit my mom, uh, my dad's wife, my stepmom was downstairs because my parents lived in the basement and she swears she heard footsteps across the ceiling because she was in the basement and from one end of the house to the other and it happened all the time and nobody was home um creepy if you ask me uh i never experienced anything like that but you know old houses man i just don't trust them <laughs> you know uh aaron says after, are usually the start yeah yeah the, the yeah. steps that uh, creepy dude um i also never really felt too comfortable by myself in that house like if my grandma left to go to the store or something and would leave me behind while my parents were at work. I would, there was oftentimes I would just go to my room and sometimes I would just looking back. I, I wish I could tell you what I was feeling, but I was just scared and I would go hide under a blanket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I was young. Like it was a different time back then, Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? So um, I just remember just that uneasy feeling in that house, especially certain areas of that house. But um, yeah, old houses just creep me out. 
Uh, Aaron says, uh, after everyone went to bed, we all used to hear footsteps. That was the start of it. Yep. <laughs> like so, said. so I think what, what helps with that, the reason that's the start of it, is they're trying to get your attention. Yeah. <laughs> I believe. Pretty good way. <laughs> I, I believe these entities feed off of our attention. Like maybe not so much of like our mental energy, but like the emotional energy that comes with there is something walking in my house that I can't see. Yeah. I mean, as a ghost, think if, think about, let's assume ghosts are real because I mean, we, unless you've had an experience like Matt, you know, you really, you really don't, you can't say definitively. So I'm sitting here going, imagine if ghosts are real. If I was a ghost, I can't imagine that I I just have the abilities right away to like move objects. I'm sure it's like a, a learning experience for them too, especially if it's a, a human spirit, a human that, passed on and their spirit is still around their disembodied spirit, you know, almost like the movie ghost. I know I was trying to avoid this comparison, but you're like learning, you know, how to, you know, use your energy to, you know, move objects and things like that. And I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's frustrating if you can't, you know, (laughs) go, Hey, it's me, (laughs) you know, and you're trying to get somebody's attention and, Oh, I can make, I can make sounds, <laughs> you know, I can. And then yeah. maybe you get the abilities to move objects. We don't know. Um, it's just uh, it, it's fun to pontificate these types of things. But uh, I totally agree. Um, getting getting somebody's attention as a ghost would be probably one of my number one priorities. You know, after I'm done watching over my family, making sure all my family and friends are good. I would definitely. Uh, I, I would definitely I'd immediately go to dicking with my friends. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Immediately. Uh, just so you know, man, just so you know, oh, I go man. before you, you better be ready. Um, yeah, I will preface, I will preface this episode with a heads up. Okay. Unless you have learned what to watch for and what to be careful of with mm-hmm. this, don't, you hear a noise in your house, don't start trying to engage something because you can be opening yourself up to something you're not prepared to deal with. Like, like we, we were watching some videos today and there were some folks, I was going to play one of their videos as a how, what not to do guys. You don't know what you're messing with. We don't know what we're messing with. We can call it a ghost all day long, but we're not hundred percent sure. Like I grew up experiencing this stuff and I still got on my way to ignore stuff. If I think something's going on, um, you just, you don't know what you're welcoming into your inner heart and your soul when you engage these things. And it's just not a good idea. So I will preface this with that. Like it's fun to talk about and everything, but if you got something going on in your house and you feel uncomfortable with it, you contact a holy person of your religion yeah, and get your house blessed and get it kicked out of your house. Cause you don't, if you're not prepared for it, even if you think you're prepared for it, you're not prepared for it. Don't be looking uh, around. Don't. Be- no, I, 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 this backdrop moves and it freaks me out because I can <laughs> see it out of the corner of my eye. But it's still daylight here. I'm safe. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, you know, you, there was a video that I almost wanted to play, but it was uh, apparently. So it had a little caption at the top and it said, everybody else basically runs. And then it shows Arabs. And it's these guys must be in the Middle East. <laughs> And they, they're in this location that appears to be abandoned. And you see, like, a figure, like, dart like off. Like a demon. And like, this, like a figure. <laughs> this, I should have grabbed that clip. Dang it. I saw it, too, so many times. <laughs> this Arab starts running full clip right after it. And I'm like, hell no, dude. 
Um, same thing on ghost shows where you see him provoking these things. And I'm like, you know, it's not always Casper out there. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. You might be messing with some dark forces. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm so open-minded. Like when people ask me about, you know, ghosts, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I trust every ghost. If I saw a ghost of my dead grandmother, I don't know if I can trust that that's not a demon <laughs> posing as my grandma. You know like what I, I mean? said, you don't you don't know what you're inviting in, so it's just yeah. better to just ignore it or get a blessing and get it removed from around you because you just you it can cause a lot. There's there's cases of these things causing people to have heart attacks or getting or car whatnot. wrecks. Like, like there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of creepy stuff out there. We'll have to do an episode. Uh, I, I get weirded out, but uh, demonology is very very creepy to me and uh i want to be like, a little bit more prepared before we go into that but. oh 100 <laughs> percent. i'll be <laughs> there will be like a priest right over here <laughs> just stand behind the curtain just stand behind the curtain spritzing <laughs> you with holy water as we do the episode full background check don't worry he'll be he'll be he'll be good um but uh yeah man like i don't know i've gone down rabbit holes of youtube and stuff and they're saying these demons names and i'm like no you do not say its name <laughs> What are you well, doing? Like, uh, man, like uh I got I went down the rabbit hole of uh I'm gonna say the name of the ranch because I don't like saying the name of the actual creature, Skinwalker Ranch. Oh yeah. Just take the ranch off. Yeah. I don't like call, I don't like saying that name because that, that invites stuff in. Like my wife and I we call those we call those flesh pedestrians. <laughs> that way we know what we're talking about when we send each other videos on. But at the same time, man, like like I was watching one guy today. And he was talking about how he hates the TikTok culture and YouTube culture of all these people that are using their pets and stuff on acting funny for a day mm. as clout saying they have that their animal is now that. And he's like, that's a dangerous precedent because that's uneducating people on what they really are. Yeah. And it's insulting indigenous people in their culture. No, hundred percent. I don't know, man. There's just uh... <laughs> Although if I walked into a kitchen and my dog was like playing in the sink and then walked off on two legs, I would think I had one myself. So I don't blame him <laughs> on that. But it's all cooking mac and cheese. Like, oh hey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, going back to Aaron in the chat, he says uh, we just got used to things going on after a while. As kids, it was mild compared to what happened later in my life. Aaron, we're gonna have to have you on the show, dude. Um, yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, we're gonna have to pick your brain, man. Yeah, we. Uh, I, we should say that talking paranormal is an open forum. If you have a crazy experience or paranormal story, we want to hear about it, whether it's in the chat or you can reach out to us. You can go to talkingparanormal.com and uh, get our contact information, or you can just submit your story to story at talkingparanormal.com and uh, we'll share it on the show. We'll read it on the show. Um, and if it's compelling enough, we're going to ask you to come on screen with us and tell your story. And if that's something that you feel comfortable with and you'd like to do, reach out to us, tell us about your experiences and uh, we'll, we'll work out a time to get you on the show because, you know, we, we like to talk to other people and see, uh, see what kind of experiences they have. Um, Cause every, it seems like everybody's got some sort of weird story. You know, I've heard once I get into, you know, some of the stories I've heard from my friends, you know, in later episodes, uh, some of the stuff is I'm going to try to get them on the show because, you know, when you hear someone tell a story and then you retell it, sometimes you miss out some of the good, uh, good details and stuff. So that's what I'm going to work on because 
like I said, I've never seen a ghost. I've never seen a ghost. I told a story um, to Matt a while ago about um, a friend and I. So I lived in a three story house in Seattle, basement, main floor, and then an attic. And it's like an old timey kind of attic with really steep, narrow staircase. And uh, it used to be cool to go up there. And my uncle's had used that area as their room. And over time, after they moved out of the house, you know, it got packed with boxes and old stuff. And it used to be fun to go up there and look at my grandpa's old cameras and things like that, that he had packed away. And uh, one time my friend and I are going up the stairs. And of course I always lead the way because I'm a leader naturally born. (laughs) And I get to the top of the stairs and we turn to walk down the hallway in the hallway. There was stuff on both sides stacked up like boxes and stuff. And we turn to go down the hallway and two boxes just flew across the hallway and it's not a very wide space, maybe, maybe three feet wide and scared the hell out of us. We, we bounced immediately. Um, and the, and the thought was that there could have been rodents, squirrels, maybe a raccoon living up there. But later on in my teenage years, I cleared out the space so that I could have a little space up there. Why I did that after having that experience, I don't know, but that's the only thing that ever happened. And at the time I had assumed it was an animal, but once I got everything cleared out, you know, other than some my, some mouse droppings, I never saw any anything that would suggest a raccoon or anything big enough to hurl two boxes across the hallway. Now, I can't say whether or not that was paranormal, but that's the only thing close that has ever happened to me personally that I would be like, that was strange. So hey, I, definitely strange. Hey, Chris, have you ever met a raccoon? Met? Yeah, I, I have. Not, I've not met a raccoon. I hear that they're kind of cunning. Um, I've I've met a few in my day, um, personally. They're mean. Hung out they're with mean. them. Yeah. Oh, they're they're little shits for yeah. sure. Um, but don't necessarily have the upper body strength to chuck a couple of boxes across uh, a hallway. Um, Very true. And so, uh, or a squirrel. Have you met a squirrel or seen a squirrel? <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I'm just trying to convince myself that it was not a gun. Could you imagine if squirrels are like, oh, they're coming. Finally, I've been waiting for three months for this. <laughs> and he just chucks a couple boxes. Little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, there were I mean, stories. Hey, people will come up with whatever works for their mind to understand what just happened. Yeah, if I had been older, if I had been in my teenage, because uh, as I, I I said on the first show that I got into the paranormal and really started, you know, wanting to believe in third grade, and right. this experience happened. Uh, trying to think of when I was friends with that guy. So between yeah, between third and fifth grade, this hap- had to have happened. And when I was thirteen, or we'll say between twelve and fourteen, is when I basically made a room up there and uh, I slept up there. I never experienced anything. Um, It was actually a pretty cool place to hang out. Uh, But um, that was uh, the only thing that I had ever seen uh, or experienced that I thought was strange. And, you know, I guess I am trying to come up with a, uh, you would try to, I'm the type of person that would at least try to debunk something first, you know, cause I've had, I've had sinks turn on in apartments by themselves and, you know, for me, I'm just going water pressure, you know, because I've never experienced anything else. I thought I've heard things in my ear, but again, I, I can't say for sure. Um, I think I, I think I told you about my sleep paralysis thing. Right, Matt? You Where, told me about that. So um, pe- people talk about I'll just tell the story super quick. Um, yeah. People talk about experiences of having sleep paralysis where 
you wake up and you cannot move, you cannot breathe, you cannot talk, and you feel like something is holding you down. Um, I had heard accounts of this. I've heard accounts of people saying that they see crazy creatures, see ghosts, see demons, see aliens. Um, some people say they see what appears, they call it an old hag, some a haggard old woman on top of them, you know, like a demon. Um, uh, my experience, I woke up and I could not move, could not talk, could not breathe. And it felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest and it was terrifying. I never saw anything. I was just held in position and, you know, because I didn't see anything, all I can assume was that there's a medical explanation. And that I was in between awake and asleep. My body was shut down. And you said something that really hit home about your body not wanting you to, you know, like what you're doing in your dreams, like that your body right. shuts yourself down so you can't like punch anything. Um, your, your brain shuts off your limbs, basically, yes. um, when you're in a deep enough sleep, because that way, if you're running in your brain, you're not sitting there running in bed. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess my wife has, uh, has been out of that state a couple times cause she's literally punched me before in her sleep. Um, I don't know if she was really sleeping, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, she can use that as an excuse, but, uh, she's definitely hit me before. Um, now you but, did uh, tell me one story that struck home and I think, I think you have had an experience. You just haven't put too much thought into it. Didn't you tell me you had an Italian imaginary friend? I did. Yeah. Yeah, tell, tell that story, and we'll let the we'll let the crowd decide. So we hear these. So okay, my house in Seattle was built in the early 1900s, and supposedly it was owned by an Italian family. And the grandfather, as I understand it, died in the house. And we hear stories all the time about children having imaginary friends that they interact with on a different level than you know <laughs> their imagination, so to speak. Like they're seeing something that you can't see. Apparently, I had an imaginary friend named Sausalidio. <laughs> now, uh, my mom will never forget the name. Um, I know that my stepmom and my dad couldn't really remember it, but my mom says that his name was Sausalidio. And, you know, uh, I, I've seen that word, not Sausalidio, but uh, I was thinking Sicily, like, you know, Italy. Um there's just, I, I don't know what to make. I've seen Sausalito. I, I think they're cookies or something. So I've seen, I've seen the word. I don't remember any of the instances of my imaginary friend, but uh, his name, apparently I, it was a male figure and I, I apparently I, his name was Sausalito. So that's what I called him. Um, creepy. I like, I hope my, my daughter doesn't have imaginary friends. That would creep me out. Oh man. You and me both. I didn't have any growing up. Yeah. Despite everything I talked about, I've talked about that's happened to me. Yeah. I did not have an imaginary friend. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, even saying the name Sausalito, I'm like, maybe I should look that up in like the demon, <laughs> the demon encyclopedia. Make sure it wasn't a demon I was talking to. It's kind Don't of go down that route. I would just look up like the house facts <laughs> or something. I, um, I should. I should look up that house and see if it really was an Italian family because I've never confirmed these details. I'm just going based off of what I heard growing up. So maybe I'll look into that. Um, I would just, I mean, be curious. I'm, I'm actually curious to know now. It's, all, it's like the Sausalito family. I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I would not talk to you for two months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be able to sleep, dude. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, dude. I, 
I just don't know if I trust. I don't know if I trust ghosts. Uh, I, I don't. you know, I've talked to some really important people in my life and, uh, my grandma being one of them. And I had a really close relationship with my grandmother growing up. And I told her, I said, Nana, when, cause we all know that we're all, we're not all going to survive forever. And I told her because she, she, my grandma was, I would say she, if she was religious, she was Christian. She read the Bible a lot and yeah. she would read stories out of it. And, um, you know, so, you know, as a child, you know, I, I always thought when you die, you go to heaven. If you're a good person, I thought my grandma was a good person. So, I always, I, I shouldn't say I always, we've had a couple discussions where I said, I, I want to know if there's life after death. So when you pass away, I need you to send me a sign. And to this day, I don't feel like I've gotten a concrete sign. So if I, if I were to get a sign from my grandmother, this later, this later, this later on after she died, then I don't know if I would trust it. I don't even know if I would have trusted it then. Um, because, I, you know, you listen to some of these stories about, you know, demon possession and people being possessed by evil spirits. And yeah. you hear, that was a weird noise. Uh, you hear um, that these beings, for lack of a better term, have knowledge that most people wouldn't. So it would be, you know, the trickery. It would be easy mm -hmm. to fool you with details about your life or your personality, secrets. Like they know that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I don't know how I would be able to trust a spirit like by now i'd be like you know nana you've got better stuff to do than hang out with me down here <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so uh I, I just don't know if i if i could trust it and that's why i don't mess with ouija boards people trying to talk to the dead good luck with all that i messed with the ouija board once in my life thank god nothing happened thank god <laughs> i was smart enough to never touch one mm -mm. yeah um after mm -mm. if i have had experiences like you i don't need to talk i know <laughs> i don't need to talk to nobody no, they show up no and dangle board. They, they show up on my computer chair. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't need to go reaching out, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've always been fascinated with uh, life after death, too. We'll have to talk about near-death experiences and stuff in a future episode. Because there's oh, a lot of... A couple. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to save those. Pack those away, Matt. We're going okay. to talk about that on a later episode. Um, do you have any other, any other good ones to share tonight? Tell the one, right. tell the, tell the one about, sorry, tell the one, um, cause you're talking about attachments. Uh, I think something might be attached to you <laughs> based on what you've said to me and what you think. Um, there was one you said where you were doing uh, an old house renovation. Oh, that was a good okay. one. That one creeped me out too. So yeah, that one was really creepy. Um, okay. On this one wasn't me. It was the, it was the house. Um, like this house was 1800s, no, maybe early, early, early 1900s, late 1800s. Um, it was built out of bricks from a Chicago bank. Is out in the middle of nowhere in Farmington, um, and I was in between jobs, and a buddy of mine was doing the renovation, so I was like, "I'll, I'll help." I mean, I could use some, some cash, so we were out there and. Two of them were working in the utility room, putting down, uh, getting the old tile up so we could put new linoleum down. And I had just finished working on a fireplace, so I was sitting in a chair taking a breather, and there was a uh, table saw on the floor on some boards behind me. And we're sitting there all just talking, shooting the crap and everything. And then you just start hearing a smacking sound on the floor. 
and I look at them, they look at me, I turn around and that table saw is just slam, 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 slam against the floor about three more times and it stopped. And so we didn't do too much more work there after that. <laughs> um, we did, we finished up the day amazingly. And then, um, again, I think just since I grew up with stuff happening around me, I'm just a little bit more sensitive to the presence of this stuff. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I'm a medium or anything like that. No, I just, I just think I feel it a little bit better than some. And, uh, man, the last, the last day we were there, I felt something settle in the corner of the living room and it just sat there and watched us the entire day. I mean, this house was so old, it didn't really have a foundation. It was the press, it was like the compressed sand and rock foundation um, and everything. And it's just like you felt, I felt something settle and watch us from the living room all day. It, you know, you hear a lot of accounts, and I, I said one earlier um, when I was a kid in that house, you just feel like something or somebody is watching you. And it is such a creepy feeling. Um, I, I I don't like that feeling at all. And it's easy to psych yourself out in that feeling. <laughs> if, I, if I'm up late doing a podcast or something, because I do have another show, <laughs> if I'm up late editing a podcast and it's like two or three in the morning, I try not to, I try to be asleep at three in the morning. There's something about that witching hour that freaks me out. And uh, I, uh, I always like psych myself out a little bit, like as I'm shutting lights off in the house <laughs> and it's getting dark behind me as I go. I don't know. Just I get that unsettling feeling, and I know it's in my head. But like, there's the ex. Like, if you know somebody is watching you, you know. It's almost like if, <laughs> like if you're, you know, staring at something. Like if you're in traffic or something, you're staring at the back of somebody's head. Eventually, they're gonna be like, "I've seen it a time and time again." Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that feeling of being us, watched. How many of us turned the lights off in a basement and freaking floored it up the stairs? Oh, hundred percent convinced something was like right there at our heel <laughs> trying to grab us you know what i mean yeah human psyche man but going back to the to the renovation yeah you hear a lot of stories you know what i mean oh i'm sure we pissed something off i old sam I jones built it. that house and he's like you're not messing with my i built this place and you start renovating <laughs> he's pissed. man it was such it was such a cool house oh it was so cool um but yeah no that was we woke something up and like I said, that's all that saw was a rocket and there was nobody walking. So it's not like somebody was walking on a board and it, and it moved. Like I was sitting in a chair across the room from it and they were in a completely side room across the house from it. And it was going to, it was going to town sitting there rocking in place. Insane dude. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, again, Old houses, man. If you if you get a good deal on one, good luck. That's all I gotta say about that. Um, I think you have oh, to and... disclose if a house is haunted. I think not here. Uh, you have to disclose if somebody died in it. That's about it. Outside of a home I inspection, were, I mean, maybe it's a... who shows up with a priest for one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good service, like. <laughs> Yeah, not only will I inspect your house, but I'll also sage it too, just to be sure. And this is my friend, yeah, Father. I'll bless uh... it. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh man, this is Father Crazy. O'Malley. <laughs> oh gosh, I and I also, you know, people think it's only old houses, but I've seen a lot of videos of newer homes that have some interesting things happening inside them. And uh, you never know what that house is built upon. <laughs> you know, you don't know what was destroyed and built on top. Man, there's San Francisco, I want to say. There's a graveyard that they built one of their first trolley lines through. They just oh, knocked smart. the headstones. <laughs> they just knocked the headstones out and kept on going. The bodies are still there, man. They've paved over them even now. How disrespectful. Like right? Wow. Man. I disagree with that. I heard there was a park in like California or something that they just they got rid of all the headstones and they just built a park over it, like picnic with a ghost. Could you imagine like, some kid nope. digging in a tw- digging in a sandbox and like a hand just comes up out of the dirt? Oh my god. <laughs> in oh, man. Seattle where I live, it could very well be a crackhead <laughs> or a meth head just sleeping. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Just pop it out okay. of the sand. <laughs> oh, emotional damage. All right. <laughs> um, another fun aspect of the show that Matt and I really wanted to have some fun with, um, and was the premise of the show to begin with was playing videos that we find on the internet that we find interesting, whether or not they're real or fake. You know, we'll give our best opinion and we'll try to break down the video as best we can. But, you know, if you weren't there to record it, who's to say? And a lot of the footage that we find is questionable, um, but it's fun to talk about. So we load up a bunch of videos and we review them and talk about them. When these videos play, you will not be able to hear us. We will wait until the video is done and then we will give our assessment at the end of the show. We're going to pick what video was most compelling for us. And, uh, our last episode was about Bigfoot, and we had some pretty good Bigfoot videos. Um, we did have one that was, we assume it was a crackhead digging in, in a cemetery. That one yeah. was a, <laughs> that one was definitely a drug addict or something. But uh, some of the other ones were quite compelling. Now, most likely somebody in a mask. One of them was. Um, there, there was a couple really good ones, though. Um, so if you haven't checked out episode one after this show, go ahead and go back and check out episode one, especially if you're interested in Bigfoot. We talked a lot about it um, and there's so much more to cover and we'll cover Bigfoot again in a show down the road. Um, but, uh, you know, we kept it on on point for Bigfoot on that on that episode. Um, as time goes on, we'll probably have different videos mixed in. You know, you might see a Bigfoot video, a ghost video, um, strange creature, you know, anything paranormal or mysterious will play. But uh, we managed to compile a small um, little collection of some interesting footage. So I, I don't know, Matt. What do you say? Should we kick this off first? Um, I just want to. I just want to agree with Aaron real fast. Tent Squatch was the best Squatch video I've ever seen, outside of the one you and I have talked about extensively. <laughs> I agree. Oh, Aaron, again, said, uh, that's about when mine started, too. Chris family moved to a new town, old house, et cetera. It didn't take long for the fun to start. Yeah, creepy, dude. I can't wait to hear your stories, Aaron. That'll be fun. Um, Yeah, Tent Squatch. Definitely Tent Squatch. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, that one, for those of you that haven't seen that episode, you really should go watch it. Uh, there's people 
assumingly assuming they were camping they were inside a tent and they look out and they see what appears to be a bigfoot but you can see basically from the neck up and it looked pretty realistic to me if that was a mask i want to know where to buy that so i can scare the hell out of people on halloween that thing was convincing but uh oh absolutely i uh yeah there <laughs> i had i had a the first video we played was a night vision video of what appeared to be the face of a Sasquatch and it darts off. And Matt made a good point that it really didn't have as much eye shine as you would expect. You know, you hear so many stories about people shining lights in the woods and you can see the eye shine seven feet up, <laughs> you know, um, you hear crazy stories like that. And this creature didn't have as much eye shine. Um, so, you know, we assumed mask. Um, I thought it was pretty compelling, but uh, the tent video definitely. And also the video of the creature walking through the woods, the giant back on this. This thing was ginormous. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a good one, too. But if you haven't seen the show, go back to episode number one. This is episode number two. Uh, number one was a good show. And hopefully we'll have uh, some fun stuff to talk about with these videos. So let's go ahead and crack one off. Unless you got another scary story you want to share tonight matt or you want to save those for another time i'll save those for another time i get excited for these i don't know which ones you pick so i'm like the yeah. blind reaction <laughs> analyzing these so i get so excited okay. for this part all right here we go first video folks um i apologize i can tell that my uh my stream is lagging a little bit, so I apologize. I'm hoping this all goes. I have the videos already loaded, so we'll see how this goes. But I've been freezing up, so I can't tell if uh, how's how's my end doing, Matt? Has it been pretty streamlined or what? Your videos, me freeze? your videos lagging a little bit, but your audio hasn't been bad at all. Okay, perfect. All right, folks, let's kick this off. This is the first video. Okay, guys, I swear I thought I saw something. Oh my god, it was so scary right now. First of all, I'm so scary right now. <laughs> like, that almost makes me feel like it was real. Because <laughs> you can't even so, talk. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of an accent there, so I'm thinking English sure. might be a partial second language or Spanish, maybe. Or whatnot. What, Spanish. Spanish, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, um, hit it one more time, and I want to, so I can point out something. Make sure everybody sees it. Okay, pay attention, folks. Yep. So, for the people listening, in this video, you see the lady. She's uh, we're assuming she's in a living room, and there's a little hallway <clears throat> with uh, it looks like two rooms, and you can see a figure in the furthest room back. Um, that kind of shows itself for a split second and then disappears. So let's play it again. See, see, that's what I was trying to decide if it was like peeking out and darting back or if it was running across. Let's take a look again. Yeah. Okay, guys, I swear I thought I saw something. Oh my God, it was so scary right now. <laughs> peeking out? Peaked. Yep. We got a peeker, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, most common is a peak. It's like it's, there's not really a cross. It's a peak. Yeah. Um, this could easily be a setup TikTok where she's like, you know, tells one of her little uh, ninos to go over there and, you know, peek Very out real well quick. Could be. Um, 
whatever it was moved quite quick. Uh, it appears to be daylight. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it was, I thought I saw color. It wasn't an apparition. It wasn't a dark figure. Um, at least that's what I, that's what I think. I'm leaning towards hoax. Um, obviously I wasn't there, so I can't say Matt, what are your, what are your reactions to it? Thoughts? So see, like when I, when I told my story about the one that like was darting and peaked on me, it wasn't necessarily a dark figure. It was more gray. Okay. Than, than black or anything like that. Mine was more gray. So I'm a little bit more compelled to believe this one. Like, I mean, just, that's just my personal experience. Um, it, it definitely leaned out and went back really fast. Um, I believe this one's real. Okay. My, you know, and it could very well be, um, my, uh, my opinion is, you know, she's so scared and she's already seen this thing. Like, are you really that adamant to get the evidence to show people what you're seeing? Or are you going to be like me and go, holy sh... And get the hell out of there. Um, I would be more convinced if she's like, all right, I saw something earlier. I, you know, this is where it happened. And then maybe she sees it again. But she stays there. I mean, I guess if you're frozen in fear, you know, and you want people to believe you, you pull out your phone. So, I mean, there's a couple of ways this could have went. I'm not, I'm not going to go with the frozen in fear on this one. I mean, she was freaked out. I feel like she was freaked out. But, man, we live in such a culture that has to get it on video or it didn't happen. That's true. Like, there's people that will sit there and record someone drowning and not save them because they're <laughs> yeah. recording. It's very true. So, I mean, the fact that she saw something and started recording instantly is not surprising for our for our culture right now. All right. Well, I'm going to play it again. I'm going to try to do a full screen on this thing. Let me see. If okay. I can, let me see if I can get a full screen. I'm not sure how this is going to go. Okay, guys. I swear I thought I saw something. Oh, my God. It was so scary right now. Okay, so she got cornered the eye peak is what I'm getting the feeling from. She said she thought she saw something. And so she started recording. And then it knew it had what it wanted, her attention. And so. Interesting. One more time. One more time. I got to see this figure again. Okay, guys. I swear I thought I saw something. Oh, my God. It was so scary right now. That is definitely a creepy video. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, yeah, you know, gosh, it could really go either way. And that's a... That's the fun part about these videos. That's the yeah. fun part about these videos. We'll break them down. Um, oh, I'd hate it if we agreed on every single one. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I was pissed when you were like, oh, that looks like a mask. <laughs> I'm like, Matt, I was convinced, okay? <laughs> no, that, uh, that, was, that was a pretty compelling video. Um, I always complain when they're short, but that just leaves more to the mystery. <laughs> so it's like, so I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to say hoax. I'm going to okay. say I don't believe it was real. Only because I wish there was more. I wish there was more. If Now, 
if this was nighttime and she had night vision on and I saw that, <laughs> I'd be even more scared. So I guess, you know, I'm I'm so used to thinking you're not going to see anything in the daytime. And it seemed like daytime, correct? Or am I wrong? Yeah, well, I, guess my, I, I mean, my, my peaker incident happened in the middle of the day. See, and that's creepy, too, when you think about that. Like, that you, that kind of stuff you expect in the dark. That's why people are afraid of the dark. When it happens during the day, it's like, I'd probably be like, sir, could you please wait until sundown? Please. I've got things yeah. to do. Okay? <laughs> Cartoons are on. Um, <laughs> have you seen the Sir No Face footage? No. Man. Okay. All right, we're we'll not talk- going to get into it. Yeah, we're not getting into it in this episode. Let's keep the videos going, but we're going to have gonna to tell me about, about that after show. We'll have, we'll have a, we might do shows that are just special editions where we just go through all these crazy videos and stuff. Yeah. That would be fun if we don't have a topic. But uh, let's go to this next video. Let's see what this is all about. Um, from what I remember, this is a staircase and something chases this man up the stairs. And what's interesting about it is as he's running up the stairs, the door that's at the first landing, it looks like two flights going down to a landing and then you turn the corner to the right and then it goes down. The staircase goes down to what appears to be a basement. But there is a door on the landing. And as he goes past it to run up the stairs away from whatever is apparently chasing him, the door slams. Very interesting. Let's check it out. Okay, I love this one. <laughs> um, so, I think the premise of this one was he wasn't so much being chased by it. He uh, he heard something moving, and record culture kicked in, and so he starts recording it. And thank you, Aaron. And uh, and so then he peeks to see if he sees anybody that's broke into his house or anything. Because, I mean, your natural first thought is going to be someone broke in. Especially if it's during the day or something like that. Your natural first thought is going to be someone broke into your house. 100%. So, I mean, so naturally he's recording and he peeks. I mean, the fact that the footsteps on stairs audio is so hard to fake. It moves pretty fast, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it moves quick, and then the door slams, and there's not a shadow of somebody hiding behind the door to slam it. And, I mean, he was right there in the way where it would have been stringed to pull it shut. Man, I feel – I'm compelled. I, I like this one, too. I, I, I know I sent you this one. I, I liked it. There is a detail with him recording this video that, for some reason, makes it more convincing to me. When he looks down the stairs and you hear the steps – he looks down at the stairs with the camera, like what's going on with the stairs. Um, yeah, that that was I don't know why. I haven't really thought about it that much, but that for some reason that added a little bit that added a little credibility to it because um, those details matter. <laughs> I feel like he looked at his feet to make sure he didn't knock something over and was making noise on the steps. Let's check this out again. That door too. the door topped it off. If you just it could be easy for someone to be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the door slamming behind him. You would have to. I mean, let's also think about this. If you're going to. I mean, unless you're really like a, a mastermind genius, you're going to want to come up with some footage that's super compelling. That is undeniable. You know what I mean? 
and you're yeah. gonna want nobody to be able to question it if you're gonna hoax it you know what i mean so it's funny when a lot of the most convincing stuff that i've seen can also be questioned very hard and i don't know maybe it's set up that way who, who knows well let's take a look at this again i, I find it to be pretty compelling uh definitely scary I mean, that's the last thing you you're coming up the stairs after well, you. <laughs> well, first of all, slamming doors like that in my house, I don't see you pay no damn rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And they're always, you know, the ghosts that slam doors, man, the audacity, you know? There's oh, those... I mean, I saw, I saw a meme that cracked me up the other day, and it goes, my roommates say the house is haunted. I lived there 247 years, and I've never seen anything. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I was like, <laughs> ghost nerd laugh. <laughs> Let's take a look at this video again. Super creepy. As soon as he gets past the door, it slams shut. That's oh, man, oh yeah. That's, that's creepy. And so like the timing of the thing coming up the stairs, hitting the landing as soon as he's on the next flight and the door slamming, man. <laughs> like three seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's check it out again. big old note for me yeah um uh watching it again there was the initial knock and he looked down like you said to make sure he didn't knock something over just to see what was going on down there and then the da, 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 that is man um and we can all sit here and go oh i would have reacted differently i mean i know that if it was me i wouldn't have been even going to check it out <laughs> you know what I mean? no um and then you hear stories of oh there were footsteps do this is something, you know, assuming this is real footage. Running full clip up the stairs at you and then slamming a door right next to you. Now, if a if a ghost can make that sound and slam a door, what could it do to a human? Now, I always hear, oh, they won't hurt you. They won't hurt you. I'm not convinced. I've seen videos of people getting scratched. That's you hear that a lot in demonic cases. Um, yeah, that's, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> like, no, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I mean, uh, Matt, real or fake? I'm leaning towards real. Like me too. Like I'm leaning towards real. Now, if it was, they were trying to steal the audio off something else. I mean, the footsteps are muted on carpet. Um, so I mean, cause like there's several videos of stuff running upstairs, but it sounds different. So it's not like you took somebody else's audio and put it on there. Um, but I mean, I'm calling it real. My buddy Rick says, I'm not afraid of the dark, but I'm afraid of what's in it. 100% Rick, you are correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that's a natural instinct of humans. You know, back in the day there were no, you couldn't turn on a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> you're out there with your lantern and your wits yeah and even before fire could you imagine you got things out in the woods that'll kill you <laughs> they want to eat you you know um, tooth tiger size of a volkswagen yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh hilarious okay the next three videos are i believe if i remember correctly from the same account this lady is living in this house and apparently it's an older home and it's apparently haunted so let's check out this first video i found i found the first one 
And then I started digging into her uh, TikTok account a little bit to see what other stuff she had. Because um, some of them, some of these accounts, I get a little bit suspect on. Because you go through oh, yeah. and you see some, you see some pretty good stuff, and then you see something super questionable, and it wipes out all their credibility. And you're like, had you just left it with the couple super compelling ones, um, I might be, uh, you might have sold me. But um, this like that one this we lady, last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this lady, uh, there's something going on in her house. I I feel like these are legit. Let's uh, let's see what you think, Matt, because you haven't seen okay. these yet. Every single morning, these are on the floor. Every single morning. So I'm going to hook up my computer and see if I catch anything tonight. Maybe it's just rodents, but we're going to find out. Okay. Creepy. Creepy. Play it one more time. Okay. I think I saw something behind the second book getting ready to fall. I want to just make sure before I give my full analysis. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Okay. Every single morning, these are on the floor. Every single morning. So I'm going to hook up my computer and see if I catch anything tonight. Maybe it's just rodents, but we're going to find out. Okay. I don't like the fact that the video skipped between books coming down. I don't like that either. That was the thing that kind of got me going. I did see um, that as well. Besides, besides that, it's super compelling in the fact that, like, knocking the books over took a certain amount of energy, and it took a couple hours for it to get enough energy back to knock them off the counter. That's believable. The fact that the video breaks in between the books coming off. I understand she's trimming it down for for everything yeah, i'd want sure. to see a whole whole uncut video because to me it looks like there's something behind the second book it darts off to the side when the book slides off like something small i don't know but like like watch behind, if you if we play it again watch behind the book and tell me what you see i just want to say that i've crafted these videos this three series because i thought the same thing i was like i hate it when okay. videos break like that okay yeah. So I dug in a little bit deeper to see if she had some other questionable footage. And I found a couple more videos that were very, very compelling to me. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about those. But I do agree with you 100% on this one. Let's watch it one more time. Let's take a... So for those of you listening, there's a kitchen counter and two books that she has posted up next to, I don't know, some sort of appliance or something. Um she an wakes air fryer, up Chris. an air fryer. Oh, sorry, Matt. It was an air fryer. I have one, and they're amazing. They are. <laughs> they are a uh, godsend. Um, apparently, she notices in the morning that two books have fallen off of the counter. Now they are standing up against the wall, or against the backsplash, leaning 
or just posted up next to an air fryer and they come down and at night she puts up her laptop and records um it's not a time it should have been a time last a time lapse that would have been a lot more convincing but um yeah you can see the books fall over onto the counter and then what she says happens uh, that happened at 11 p.m i think and then at 3 a.m they individually slide off of the counter onto the floor so let's watch this video one Okay, every single morning, these are on the floor. Every single morning. So I'm gonna hook up my computer and see if I catch anything tonight. Maybe it's just rodents, but we're gonna find out. I also don't. I also don't like the laughing at the end. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I'm not convinced. So, so the lighting changed. It changed. The lighting changed off the second book, and then there is something that moves off to the side when the second book comes down. <laughs> okay. Now that we're there, and we've okay. established that, I want to. Did you notice this too, or am I? Yes. Or am I... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only reason why I'm playing this is because the other ones are a little bit more compelling in my opinion. And I want to get a second set of eyes to see if maybe there's some effery happening that I don't see. So this next video is a different angle, same spot in the kitchen uh, with a view of the counter. Only this time the appliance, the air fryer uh, has been moved. Also what appears to be in the video looks like a little shelf or a carousel of glasses has been moved as well. Um, this happens with the lights on the interesting about the interesting thing about this is uh with the kitchen you've got a shot of the ceiling a little bit the cupboards the counter a little bit of the cupboards beneath the counter and you also have a kitchen window to see reflection so let's take a look at this video matt i can't wait to see what you say about this one um you have yeah. to pay really close attention so i'm just going to play it i'm not going to tell you what i see or what i notice um it, it's funny because she has another video on her TikTok account that shows all the little details of what happens in this video. I want to see if you catch them all. It's you got to be watching very closely. Okay, here we go. What did you notice, Matt? The juice rocked and the lid came off. I heard a knock. I felt, I almost want to say the video skipped and transitioned, but the white noise in the background was too consistent from what I can tell with my ear. Um, one more time. One more time, please. There's something else. Uh, you have to look very closely. I didn't even notice it. Until she showed the video where she, you know, put the little emoji arrow where some you can see something else. Super compelling. Okay. I'll give you a hint. It happens before the juice. So there's a 
There's some kids' toys on the counter, and there's also a cup with what appears to be some sort of red juice. We're going to go ahead and assume for fun that it's Kool-Aid. She's got some red Kool-Aid, and the Kool-Aid is disturbed. So, And a small book, what appears to be a small book, falls off the counter. Um, Let's play it again. Man, I didn't see it. So it's funny because I'm watching it again and I'm like, now I don't see it. (laughs) But uh, before the juice rocks, right above the objects and a little bit to the right on one of the face of the cupboards, you see an orb. Now, you should be able to see the reflection. As, As the juice rocks, there is a slight reflection of the orb that you can see it becomes more clear crossing the window. It's very faint. Um, I noticed it on my phone a lot better than I can see it on screen. Surprisingly. Um, I need to watch it again because I can't track it. <laughs> and I, I want to make sure it all, that it's, yeah. I want to make sure it's in this video. So uh, as soon as you see that juice disturbed, look at the window. Um, Cause I've missed it twice, but the video, I should have pulled up the other video too. Dang it. Let's let's play it one more time or probably more than that. I got to see this orb now because now I feel like I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> Let's play it again. She got me. <laughs> she did. I saw it that time. You saw the orb that time. Yep. So in the video later on that she showed, she shows it, and it's very faint when it's in front of the cupboards, but you see the juice rock, and then you see it kind of zoom past the window. So there is an orb there. So it's interesting that you have not only an object physically move, you have a liquid object physically move inside the cup, which, you know, could be, you know, if you... Even ever so slightly, I have a cup of soda in front of me, and even slightly tapping my desk, it moves. But that juice rocks pretty good. Um, yeah, it moves and, pretty good. Like the cup was actually moved, but it wasn't. Yeah, and the the orb is what sold me. I was like, interesting, because as the orb goes seemingly over the juice, that's when it rocks. That's when you see the orb in the reflection, and that's shortly before the book comes off the counter. Um, I want to play it one more time and watch that cupboard that is slightly to the right of the corner, almost in the middle of it. I can't catch the orb, but I know I've seen it. So I want to see if I can catch it because I haven't been able to catch it yet. But I do see the one in the window, as you pointed out as well. Let's check it out one more time.
Okay. I saw it go in the cabinets right above or uh, past the cabinets right above the juice. I can't catch it on the other cabinet, but that's where she pointed it originally. But I do see it go over the cabinets, juice rocks, reflection in the window. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts, Matt? I mean, this could easily be faked, I suppose. <laughs> you know. I mean, you could have somebody just below the counter with like a magnet doing something with the cup. It could be just have like a little metal ring under it and you could just move it just enough to make juice rock. Sure. The book could have a string. The orb could just be added. But I mean, that's, I don't want to say this is fake though. And I don't want to say somebody went through all that effort. It's just, I mean, there's lots of ways they could have faked this, but I mean, very well could not be fake. Yeah. It's just compelling when you get multiple, like objects moving, you know, most people would assume strings very easily like when i see objects moving um i always go okay is there a doorway you know right across where somebody could be out yeah. of frame um i look for those details this the only thing selling me uh, somebody would have to be on the ground because you can see the reflection in the window unless yeah. they're super good at video editing um and then adding artifacts like an orb um uh, very 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 I mean, interesting it'd be a lot of work it'd be a lot of work for a tiktok yeah i mean how much money are you making on that or you just you just get off knowing the people are watching your videos i guess there's people like that i don't know there are uh, people like that but no i want to say this is real i want to say that's it's more compelling than the cookbooks i'll say that sure um that's why i saw the cookbooks and i was like okay you know uh and then i saw that and i at first saw the object then the juice then i saw her video that showed the rest of it and i was like oh there is an orb i can't believe i didn't notice that um so this is another video from the same lady this one was pretty interesting let's check this one out and it has our favorite uh door slamming <laughs> see and you think i'm crazy first time i'm here by myself there's a picture on the floor and it just thoughts the fact that it backed up and then came forward for the slam that's real yeah okay she's she's redeemed i mean you've got multiple reflections you've got I, I, if this is faked she's a hell of a storyteller okay this is how we're gonna get them we're gonna put the picture on the floor as if i just discovered it and want to prove i go over i mention it give it attention and then we'll make the door not only go back a little bit, but then slam. Because it's like somebody grabs it and goes, boom. Like, yeah, a, you know, uh, that. But she actually ran. She actually ran. She did. It's good. So, I, mean, I mean, props to her. She has actual survival instincts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see that again. That's just so creepy to me. And uh, I've watched it a few times and I'm just looking for reflections, shadows on the ground, anything. This lady would have to be a very good uh, video manipulator <laughs> to make this happen. But uh, I love the story that's told in just a few seconds. Let's play yeah. it again. So, I got, again, I sometimes I forget that this isn't uh, just video. It's also audio. So what we have here is the lady standing in apparently her living room. There is a little hallway to the left where a picture has come off of the wall or off of a cabinet or something. 
um, and is laying face down on the floor. So she goes with her camera to show that. And the door next to her it could be uh, it's a it's um, a couple of uh, window doors, uh, interior window doors that uh, separate whatever room she's in. We'll call it a living room from, say, uh, an office or a, a rec room or something. Um, but as she shows you the picture on the floor, the door swings back a little bit and then immediately slams forward shut with some force. So let's check this out again. See, and you think I'm crazy. The first time I'm here by myself, there's a picture on the floor and it just. It was an entryway. It was an entryway, yeah. not a living room. Um, I am thoroughly convinced. Uh, <laughs> that's why I saved that one for last. That was a. Uh... That was one that legitimately gave me goosebumps. If it had just slammed shut, because you would have to have two people in on it with strings, one pulling a little bit and then one grabbing from the other side and slamming. But then you have the reflection directly across from the glass and you would have to it would have to be such an elaborate hoax for something so simple. Um, It makes me want to try to hoax a video just to see if I can fool anybody. You know, how good can you make it? How convincing could you possibly make it? Do you, you want know? to try to do a fake video while we're at a party? Yes. All right, let's do it. Yeah, okay. That's a, uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, <laughs> uh, Mo Party is a car show. Matt and I are car guys, and that's how we met. And Mo Party is a, a big car show in Bowling Green, Kentucky, um, that we're trying to make it a yearly tradition. So this year we're going to try to create a hoax to fool people. Um, not maliciously, but to show them that it's possible. Um, and we'll try to cover every, like, we'll try to cover every possible, you know, how could this have been done to see if we can fool people. But let, right, I, gotta, let's do it. I gotta watch this video again. It There's an overall creep factor just watching it. <laughs> but the ultimate creepy is the door going back. Because at first, you're like, oh, the door's moving. And then, bam, it's like. Oh, well, like, because she's talking like so much smack, like everybody's been talking all this shit in my comments, yeah. da, 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 yeah. and then she just freezes. Yeah, yeah. It's like the ghost is like, oh, they're talking shit. <laughs> Let me show you this. You got it on. You're recording. All right, perfect. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, you don't believe you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, and you think I'm crazy. The first time I'm here by myself, there's a picture on the floor, and it just. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Not only did she freeze, she started backing up as soon as that door moved. She, so she mentions the picture, and then it's almost like she hears something. And she kind of looks over there, and then the door, and then immediately, boom, the sequence of events with the door happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One more time. One more time for fun. Here we go. See, and you think I'm crazy. The first time I'm here by myself, there's a picture on the floor, and it just... I'm convinced. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Let's run to the comments real quick and see what people are saying. <laughs> Peckerwood Customs. Aaron from Australia says, it's just the ghost that lives under the stairs going back to his home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was from the one earlier. 
Chris Thacker says, man, now I'm going to have to watch something really funny so I can go to sleep tonight. <laughs> Me too, dude. <laughs> well, we haven't Chavez. done this video yet. No, we haven't. It's coming up. I have it. Up. That's next. Uh, Rick says, what is the little light glow when the books fall? Um, if you're talking about the initial, vi the initial video during night, Matt and I, if it was just that video that we were looking at, I would be with Matt and I'd say there's too many questionable things about it where I can't say if it was continuous, it was, if it was a time lapse with no changes, you know, um, cause there was a little bit of a light change and you think, okay, you're going from 11 PM to 3 AM there. It's getting, that's like the darkest time of night, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you wouldn't expect any light changes. Um, but, uh, yeah, who knows the most compelling thing in that series of videos aside from the last one with the door was that orb that goes over the water or the, over the juice and makes the juice. It disturbs the juice. That was crazy. Um, but I'm not sure what a uh, little glow I'll have to, we might watch that video again at the end of the show. Um, I saw something dart after the second book. There's some sort of movement. If you're talking about like right behind the books, I kind of felt that too. And if I remember right, I, I, I try to look at some of the comments of some of these videos. And she did mention something. I think maybe it was one of the videos she mentioned it. Because she did a video where she goes onto the counter, looks above the counter. Because somebody said there's a hole in the wall. So she's like, there's no hole in the wall. This is the wall. This is underneath the cabinets. Um, and she said, there's no sign of rodents. Nothing like that. Um, so there is more to that story. But uh, that will have to be... For you to go investigate yourself. <laughs> Aaron also says, why would someone record the corner with random articles unless she set it up after the cookbooks? She did set it up. Um, so there's been like a little following that she has on uh, TikTok. And a lot of people question the things that happen in her videos. So she goes through and she makes replies in video. Um, it's, it's quite interesting. So uh, we'll give a shout out to her um, channel. So that uh, you can go check it out. The door one is real. That's how I, f I feel it's real too, Aaron. So does Matt. Um, so. <clears throat> Matt, based on these videos, which one? I, th I think we're both going to agree on this one. Which one do you think was most compelling? Door. Door. I agree 100 percent um there's just something that the story that's told in a matter of seconds in that video yeah is just it's super compelling we're gonna so one of Matt's friends his name's Chris sent him a video and a little story we're gonna share that but we're gonna play uh this video one more time give the lady a shout out because she's got a lot of videos and I encourage anybody watching or listening to go check them out for yourself and then report back to us. Um, so here's the video of the door one more time. See, and you think I'm crazy. The first time I'm here by myself, there's a picture on the floor and it just. The one thing I don't understand is what she's looking at on that end table. Hmm. Like when she first starts talking, she turns and looks at that table and then she starts going for the picture. Oh, yeah, know, it was like the t-shirts or something? 
Yeah, I know it's a weird detail. I'm just curious what she's like. I'm just, my curiosity is like, what is she looking at right there? See, and you think I'm crazy. The first time I'm here by myself, there's a picture on the floor and it just. So her username on TikTok is at Tasha underscore Daz. So T-A-S-H-A underscore D-A-Z-Z-Z. Um, as far as what she's looking at on that table, I don't know. Maybe she's trying to sell some merch or something. It looked like there was a T-shirt. Maybe, or something I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was yeah, just a shift of the, you know, she's like, so you guys are thinking that I'm foolish, you know, and then she darts back. Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean. Definitely interesting video. It lends to a little bit of credibility, if you ask me. You know? I will agree. I, I don't know. There's little details like that. Like I said earlier with the guy going down the stairs, he hears that first knock. He looks down at the stairs. I don't know. Certain little details of these videos um, definitely definitely encourage uh, my belief a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know for sure. I'm with you. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the door one was legit. That's that's how I feel. Um, and uh, Aaron in the chat feels the same way. We have uh, one more special video and a special Listener, watcher, viewer, uh, submitted story to share today for the first time. So thank you to Chris for sharing this with us. I think it would be best if I read the story first and then we play the video. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up the story and read it to you guys. So this is the story that we got. So I caught going from my living room to my kitchen. I put a ring camera up because the night before I was gaming in my living room and my wife and I heard a loud noise like something heavy fell behind me. Loud enough to where she felt it on the bed and she ran out to the living room to see what happened. After it happened, I left everything in its place and two hours later, it happened again. My brother heard it from, from my headset and nothing had moved. For the next couple of nights, my wife in our daughter's room and would hear someone running through the house before she opened the door. We were in the process of moving, so we think we riled it up. Our house was built in 1900. We had a lot of crazy things happen in that house. Happy we moved. So that was the story. And I have the YouTube video pulled up. This is from your friend Chris, Matt. Yep. Shout out, Chris. Thank you for sharing, buddy. And yeah, Chris Thacker. Chris Thacker. This is Chris's video. From YouTube, and his username is Chris Tick T I C. Here we go. Okay, so this is a shot of the living room. 
from what appears Three. to be the dining room. Three. Three? There's three. Three orbs that you saw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I saw the one. Now, the thing about orbs is a lot of people automatically go to bugs or artifacts, dust, things like that. Yeah. The convincing things about or like when I'm convinced of an orb is when they move intelligently and very fluid like um, that looked like an orb to me. I don't think that was a bug. I don't think that was dust. It felt like it was moving intelligently. Um, Matt, you say you saw three. Mm -hmm. I want to watch. See, this one. Uh, Go ahead. Dover Dover saying it looks like IR beams and airborne particles. I mean, cool. I mean, it very well could be, but I feel like there's three different orbs in this video or three different unexplained phenomenon. Um, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, no. We're stirring it up, dude. Yeah. So, uh, watch. Let me see it one more time. And then, um, and yes, it did turn out his Bible, the first one. Um, and let me get exactly where I see him, and I will let you know. Okay. I think I think we have audio while we're playing this clip. So let's, okay. I think. I'm not sure. I guess we can always give it a shot. Okay. Yeah, I think we have audio. So Okay. Let me. Uh, we sure that. do, because I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Here we go. Okay. Okay, there's one. There's the first one coming in and gets the Bible and it turns. Okay. All right, now look over towards the wall with the pole leaning against it. Okay. See, there you saw the other one go again. Um, that was that one still going. But you'll see a little glimmer over there after the camera. It takes it a moment. It's a little bit later, but. See it right there? Where was it? Back it up just a second. It like comes out of the pole. Like just barely back it up. But watch it'll like come out of the pole. I say that, now it's not happening. Whoa, I saw I one by the garbage can. I didn't see the one by the garbage can because the on. one by the pole caught my attention. All right, all right. Hold on, let's up. let's see this again. It looks like there's one by the garbage can. Right there. Did you yep, see that? I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. Now look up by the uh, the post where the pole's leaning, and you'll see one there. Hold on, I thought I saw one by the door too, like right about now. Where is it? I thought I saw another one by the door. I saw one by the door. Oh, there's another, there's another one over to the right. There's the one by the door. That is interesting. Hmm. There you go. It wasn't just one. I want to see this again. So there's one by the door, like right yep. in here, and then there's one down here. Okay, so then also, if you highlight right next to that pole, about just underneath where that knot is, up a little bit. Here? Right. Yeah, there'll be one right in there. Okay. Just after the one by the trash can.
Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's my mouse. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's multiple. There's the one by the door. It actually looked like it was closer to the camera and actually went that way. That's very interesting. Well, I'm well if you notice, the camera loses focus, too. Something got right in its face. Interesting. My internet is being super slow right now. Yeah, um, or videos, they're tough for me because they typically can be explained. Um, I don't know enough of, about camera equipment and the artifacts that they pick up to say definitively what we're seeing here. But the way the way some of these things are, for lack of a better term, flying, um, definitely peculiar to me. See, I'd be more prone to go with the airborne particulate if it was cloudy looking in the room. But, I mean, the room looks clear. Yeah, I mean, how, how often are you going to see one particle of dust? How often are you going to, like Dover said here, um, let me stop, let's stop sharing the screen. Uh, he says it looks like airborne particulate moving in and out of the IR beams. They have a very narrow beam. Very interesting. Uh, you know, it could be. I, I'm not an expert, so I can't say. I'm just going based off of what I see. Um, he does say it was a guess. Uh, so oh, we caught one that Chris hadn't seen. <laughs> and that's yeah. what we're that's what we're here for, for folks that's what we do <laughs> um yeah dude that's crazy now if it was just a video with the orbs you know uh, the alleged orbs <laughs> uh, i'd be like okay you know it could be a number of things but the story you know behind it you know you're hearing noises um his wife found the bible on the floor you know that's that's crazy. i'm glad you guys got out of there chris Thank you yeah. very much for sharing that story and letting us play that video. Um, very compelling. I, I really, I would like to uh, eventually get an orb, like ex an expert in like that kind of stuff, like video artifacts and things like that, and maybe find a few different videos that are compelling and see how they break them down. Because I'm curious, maybe they can teach us something. Um, especially when the premise of the show is looking at these videos and stuff. Any type of uh help that we can get into breaking these things down and learning a little bit would be uh very helpful well a lot of guys have gone from calling them orbs so much they just start calling them unexplained light anomaly because mm, so yeah. many people when they hear orb anymore they're just like <clears throat> yeah <laughs> um so like i mean man that was like five that's five yeah definitely interesting um yeah and it the thing about the parent or the uh, infrared beam was that you saw them in multiple spots and never in the same spot. Um, I don't know. Again, At different times. I'm, yeah, I'm no expert in camera artifacts, <laughs> uh, but um, very, very compelling video. Um, I need to learn more about how these things work. I'd like to see some videos of things that aren't orbs and videos of things that can't be explained, and the only explanation would be an unexplained light anomaly. Um, very, very interesting. Um, wow, that was a, that was a fun show. Uh, there was some good stuff in there. Um, but we still haven't really talked about ghosts in depth. Um, so I say we'll take a little bit here. Uh, Matt, what do you think about ghosts? Do you think that they're all dead people? Do you think that there's, you know, I want to hear your theory 
you know, your, your two minute theory on ghosts? Very fewer people. I believe very fewer people. Um, I think some could be people. I think a lot of it is what they call a residual haunting. Um, as far as like, it's just an energy left behind that repeats the same action at the same time every day. Um, I think your more active, intelligent hauntings are not a person. I think there's more to it than that. That's why I say don't open yourself up to it. Mm-hmm. If it's interacting with you, it's not a person. I, that's just how I feel about it. I think the, the hauntings that are people is the residual energy that gets left behind. And that's their haunting. Um, I think if it's interacting and trying to get you to interact, it's not a person. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I, I'll definitely agree with a lot of what you just said. Um, I I do think that some people get left behind, you know, unfinished business, um, wanting to watch after their family. Maybe they don't want to leave yet and they're stuck in that in-between, you know, that yeah. I don't want to call it purgatory, but they're stuck in-between and they just haven't gone to the light yet, you know for lack of a, it's just the, you know, they haven't moved on. Their spirit hasn't moved on to that next, that next level yet. And they're stuck here for whatever reason, whether it be tragedy. Um, you, you hear a lot about that, uh, you know, as far as hauntings go, there was a lot of tragic things that happened in that location, you know, jails, mental hospitals, um, tuberculosis wards that I just butchered that word, <laughs> TB wards, um, you know, just, uh, Anywhere that where there was a heavy emotional, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like hospitals and things like that. Lots of heavy emotions running through those places. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, then you can get into the uh, evil spirit, demon, um, dark entity, dark spirit. I don't know if, if humans become or if humans can become ghosts. Not all humans are good people. So you can only assume that bad humans if they become ghosts maybe they're bad ghosts you know i it's so hard to say like i said there's so much we don't know in this world is so mysterious that we can only sit here and pontificate um but one thing about you mentioned residual hauntings and this is one thing that's always interested me because i've seen some really compelling um pictures of like especially in like the areas of the civil war in the south i've seen pictures of guys in full uniform like just standing there um i've heard stories of i i guess you the the best thing you could say is a rift in time where it's like a flash of a time before now almost like like a window to the past i've heard stories of people driving and then all of a sudden it's like they flash into a different time and they look over uh i'm trying i'm gonna butcher the story but it's like they look over and they see uh, an old timey restaurant with old timey looking people, old timey cars. And they're like, what the hell? This is weird. This flashes away. So ta- time rift stories would probably be pretty talk about in the future. Um, on Don't get me started on those yet. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fun. Um, so. Okay, so, like, I mean, there's people, like, touching on the residuals. Um, like, there's people that get photos and videos of partial apparitions at Gettysburg still of spirits manning the cannons. 
yeah, that are there and stuff. I mean, so I'm not saying all intelligent hauntings aren't human, but a very small percentage of them would be. With residuals too, and this is like a soldier manning a cannon. If you see the cannon and it's a ghost cannon, I don't think an inanimate object. Could you be able to see it? Uh, I, well, I, I mean, I, they still have cannons on the battlefield. Okay. They still have cannons out there on the battlefield for when people come in toward the battlefield. So, I mean, the spirit sees it or is drawn to it because that's what it know the energy knows and last experienced interesting so you're seeing the ghost by the cannon i thought you're saying i thought you're saying that there was pictures of people seeing ghosts and ghost cannons i was like that's interesting no i'm sorry no it's okay that to me by the cannons that to me i would say oh that's a time rift for sure 100 but like i have uh so for uh a day job, I'm a garbage man and I'm a trainer and I train new drivers. And one of the fun things I like to do some point during the week, I can, you know, work in paranormal talk just because you get so many different people from uh, all walks of life. I've heard some super compelling stories. And just recently I was training a Filipino gentleman and he was telling me he was growing up in the Philippines. He saw all sorts of crazy stuff. And one of the things he was telling me, he woke up one day and this happened during the day. And uh, I forget how old he was. He was young, um, but he heard like the clops of a horse. Clop, 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 clop. And he got up and he's like, what is going on? And he looked out his window and he saw a ghost riding a horse, but there was no horse. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, just the visual of it in my head. But I was like, yeah, I guess if the if if the horse didn't, <laughs> if there was no ghost horse, then, you know, it's just it, that kind of stuff is funny to me. But like uh, residual hauntings. Very interesting. You know, when you hear stories about the same the ghost doing the same thing, like at, in a pattern and it never ends. It's just like on repeat. Yeah. Super interesting to me. Um, I don't know whether I lean more toward like I, I'm just God. That would suck being a ghost doing the same shit over and over again. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's a full blown ghost. I think it's just an energy yeah. left behind that's repeating in action. I don't think it's a full blown ghost. It's just a energy. I wonder. I wonder how that would work, like an electromagnetic, you know, like video that, taken, boom, just in time, and it's just there. <laughs> that's how a lot of guys that do ghost hunts tell if there's a spirit in the area or something is in the area they'll use an emf detector and see if it spikes they try to have as much electricity turned off in the house as they can or in the building as they can and if they're in an abandoned building even better because there is no power and they just want they try to tell how many the spikes are getting and if it spikes and then moves off it's a wandering haunting if it spikes and stays spiked it stops and is hanging out with you is how they is how they judge a lot of that. Um, so, I mean, I think what a lot of people experience is a residual haunting. Um, and then I think a lot, but I mean, I think there's more and more instances of aggressive, intelligent hauntings. I mean, the evidence for non-residual and more aggressive interactive hauntings is on the rise. 
Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm trying to think of the right word here. We've made such a mockery of that with all the, with all the movies, all the shows, everything. I mean, because we have to mildly assume that this like moving on after death isn't necessarily a true death, but more of an ascension. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like energy displaced. It's got to yeah, go somewhere. Energy, yeah. I mean, because everything we understand scientifically is energy and matter cannot be destroyed. Mm-hmm. It just becomes something else. So like we have to assume that death is more of like an ascension like that. En- your energy is ascending to its next existence. And we mock it as a global culture in the fact of the movies we make about ghosts, um, all the reality shows we have where people are chasing and hunting ghosts (laughs) and stuff like that. So, I mean, I feel like that area of existence is becoming more and more fed up with our shit. Well, one thought that has always crossed my mind when I'm watching these shows, where if if I was a human ghost and there are people that are trying to contact me, I would be excited to tell them that there is life after death. And I would do everything in my power to give them that message. But it seems like they're always, you know, a day late and a dollar short from getting that super compelling footage that we all want. So that makes me go tricksters, you know, non-human entities messing with us. I will say some of the best stuff I've seen. And I hate to say it after I just said this about the reality shows. Ghost Adventures get some of the best evidence, I feel. Think so? I feel like they do. Um, I've been a longtime fan. But one thing that makes me say that is you got shows like Ghost Hunters. They go to Germany to ghost hunt in a German castle mm-hmm. with hauntings allegedly from the 1700s. And they bring a recording of pre-recorded questions to play on a loop. And they have a recorder and a camera there. What do you think the questions were in? English. Oh, right. Yeah, they were in English. <laughs> yep. Ghost Adventures goes to Italy to a Black Plague treatment island. And by treatment island, I mean a body disposal island. Sure. Um, or some plague. I don't know, so I don't know if it's the Black Plague. It's been a while since I've seen the episode. But they did the same trick. They took recorded, pre-recorded questions and played them. They were an Italian. They actually brought the native language. Um, and the questions were in Italian. Now, they didn't necessarily get any hits off of that. The fact that they thought of that small detail and attempted it, it was made me believe they are trying to get some actual evidence instead of just putting a show out. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me... I don't know. There's, just, there's with the shows and stuff. There's just too many questions I have, especially with, you know, if, if I'm a ghost and I see you with cameras. First of all, I, I guess if it's a ghost from times past, they don't know what the hell they're looking at. <laughs> you know, like yeah. what is what is this stuff? But now, I don't see, know. This I, comes now. This breaks into this is where you're gonna love this. This breaks into. Time rifts. Okay. Yeah. Here's a story. Here's a story I heard. I can't remember if I read it in a 
Reddit video or something like that. But I know I read it somewhere or heard it somewhere. But just just take it for what it is. Um, an old woman was sitting in her chair. This guy's grandmother was sitting in her okay. chair. Okay. And she claims to saw three apparitions come in. And when she looked at them, they ran out of the room. Three shadow figures in the middle of the day. Okay. Okay. She tells her grandson this. And he goes, wow, that's weird. Fast forward to after grandma's dead. He's living in her house because she left it to him. Three of his buddies come over and swear to God they just saw his grandma sitting in her chair and ran out of the room after they saw her. Whoa. Time rifts. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard that one. Because the big theory, the, the one of the new theories that's starting to gain a lot of traction is, is that time isn't linear. It's all happening at the same time. Yeah, 100%. So, so that one, I got goosebumps telling that story again. Um, so yeah, so she saw them, but again, they're not on the same, they're not on the same plane of existence at that point because they're in different times. So, so she sees them how you would see a ghost and they're seeing her as how you would see a ghost. Interesting. Is that I mean, wild? Yeah. I've, oh man. Yeah. That's wild. That one gave me goosebumps too. That's wild. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, that's a good one. God, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, very interesting. I just don't, you know, do I believe humans can be ghosts? Yes. Do I believe that there are evil entities, whatever you want to call them? Yes. Um, I just have, there's so many questions. Like, I, I learned a long time ago that I'm not afraid of death. Do I want to die? No. Do I want to leave behind my family and friends? No. Um, but it's the door you open with all the questions you've ever wanted answered, answered when you die that last breath you take. I, I know that I'm going to be there. Like, here we go. <laughs> We're about to find out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's know? just, it's just the next adventure. You know what I mean? That's the only way yeah. to look at it. Like, like a lot of people are so scared of dying because they don't know what happens, but you just got to look at it. Like it's the next adventure. Um, yeah. We're closing in on that two hour mark. And Chris, I've been hanging on to this and I forgot to tell it to you last week. Okay, we're closing on this then. We're closing yeah. in on this. All right, here we go. Okay, so remember my Bigfoot theory at my grandparents' old house? Yes. I had more to the story. I just forgot to tell you. Oh, well, <laughs> convenient, <Yeah>. Matt. <laughs> I know, I'm what so you, sorry. What do you got? What do you got um, I have so many stories, man. Um, so when my mom and them were younger, and they'd play football with the neighbors, so they'd, walk, they'd walk like a mile from down the road to come play football under the street lamp outside their house at night. Um, there'd be whistles and rocks thrown at them from the trees around the house. 100% Bigfoot. Yeah. 100%. Wow. That's important. That's an important detail. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you, I thought you'd really like that one. I no, I absolutely. 100%. There's, there's so many stories bouncing around up here, man, but from, just all my family's shared experiences but yeah i thought you'd really like because i remember her telling me that like when they'd be washing their cars there'd be a whistle or if they were out there by themselves there'd be like a whistle or a rock tossed and then if they were playing football at night there'd be a lot of rocks tossed that's crazy the other creepy stuff that happens from what i've heard is they're good at uh, mimicking like they can mimic animals or if you've called your dog by its name like here spike here spike like, they'll try to coax Spike into the woods. Like, here's Spike. Here's Spike. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. 
dog's like Ooh, I heard hell that. no i ain't going out there like if these are intelligent creatures and they go they're they're watching you and they see you go hey spike come here spike and spike comes running doo, 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 doo. they're like damn that dog looks tasty as <laughs> hey spike <laughs> come out here spike <laughs> you know what i mean um uh mimicking animals i mean could you imagine you're a master of the woods and you see some hunters and you might have, and you're standing absolutely still. Maybe you make a noise, and they're like, "What the hell was that?" And then you're just like, <laughs> "You know what I mean?" They're like, "Oh, it's a bird." <laughs> you know what I mean? You hey, I mean, like you said, they're the master of the forest. I mean, yeah. that that is their domain. Like the most arrogant thing human beings do is thinking they're the masters of wherever they go. It's like people <laughs> that get like pissed off at a shark for attacking somebody. You are playing in their home. Like, nobody forced you to go out into that ocean and swim with a 12-foot hunting machine. Don't be mad when it's like, ah, you're in my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, mankind is so arrogant. It cracks me up. They are. Um, There's just certain things that we're not meant to mess with, you know, but. No. That curiosity, you know, it's a bitch. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I couldn't. Like I see a lot of these these channels and these shows where they go into these super haunted locations with some deep I don't even want to call it evil, just some dark things that happened in those locations. You know, like I don't want that energy. <laughs> you know, I don't want to feel that negative energy. I don't want I don't want any part of it. Um I'll listen to stories, I'll watch videos, but I, another trend I keep hearing about is um people watching videos and how it could potentially lead to things. Yeah. It's any kind of acknowledgement that it exists opens you up. I've been acknowledging it for years and I haven't seen anything. But gosh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm coaxing it now. I'm like, I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> I ain't seen shit. Whole <laughs> tapestry behind you goes down. All that happened to me phone. earlier when I was, when I was leaving after I got it all set up, it fell on my back. It scared the hell out of me. <laughs> but I, uh, I I can see something in the daytime if it's night and I see like daytime like it'll freak me out but I know I'll just run outside <laughs> I'll be yeah. safe out there like at nighttime I don't know every every corner is dark <laughs> oh what a that was that was episode number two what a fun show this show is turning out to be really fun I'm having a good time I'm so glad we did this me too um again the chat is open for everybody we're gonna try to um bring you guys up in the chat and uh, see what you guys are talking about. And Aaron is a very big contributor this week. Um, he's got another little story here. He says, uh, my niece's son claims he has seen my mother in his home 10 years after she passed. He didn't really know what she looked like, but pointed her out one day when he saw a photo of her. He's five. You hear stories about that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is a hundred percent believable. Um, the reincarnation—that's an interesting topic. I can't wait to get into. Man, God, you hear these kids talking about things they have no idea about. They shouldn't. And can I give, can I give my thirty-second hot take? Yes, hundred percent. Thirty seconds. Go. The light at the end of the tunnel is not necessarily heaven per se. It's you coming out of another vagina until you get it right, and then you get to go to heaven. <laughs> And on that note, this was Talking Paranormal. My name is Chris Albrecht. This is my friend, Matt Monroe. 
And we look forward to talking to you next week about everything paranormal and mysterious. Uh, we don't even have a topic for next week. So Matt and I are going to have to discuss that and uh, see what we got in store. But this is just the beginning, folks. We're two episodes in. If you haven't seen episode one, go back and watch episode one. Um, our website where you can find all of our content is TalkingParanormal.com. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all under at Talking Paranormal Podcast. If you have a story that you want to share with us or maybe you want to sell us on why you should come on the show with us, you can reach us at story at TalkingParanormal.com. There you go, folks. Another episode is in the books. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching.